Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good against bulagins, and those we dare not name. The excellent adventure continues, motherfuckers. I hope y'all are having a wonderful Halloween time-ish season. Uh, you know, Tuesday is 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 that day. Also, uh, in case you didn't know, it's also uh, Sadako Yamamura's birthday. So make sure to give her a shout out on uh, on the thirty first. Um, yeah, you know, not not a whole lot going on. Um, I did finish another book that I think you all should read, and I think I talked about it before, uh, Camp Damascus by Chuck Tingle. I finally, I did get around to finishing that this week with the, with the book club, and I fucking love it. Um, especially if you're into, uh, all Zulalu. I mean, it's, uh, I, I think you'll dig it. Um, I think Joe Black would dig it, honestly. Uh, at camp, I'm gonna if I if I catch him, I'm just gonna be like, "Hey Joe, you ever read Camp Damascus? Get around to it." And that's it. Also, sign my hand. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, this week for y'all, uh, we're gonna be talking about Church of Zul. Um, we have another EP here, more or less. It's it's an EP. It counts. This one's short enough. Um, Unlike the next one, which I hear is also called an EP by Juggalos who are wrong, um, because Juggalos don't know what that word means. Um, but yeah, no, this one is an EP. It's uh, it's pretty short, it's in, it's out, and it is called Church of Zool. Uh, but before we get into that, I got a little, uh, I got, I got, gotta, gotta throw it to my, my homie in the field. To, to give us a little Fago update, what's what's going on? To talk to us. You know, as I sit here about to crack my Fago rock and ride, I like to think about all the past hijinks I got up to. Let's just take a moment and crack it and listen. You know, that really reminds me of the time that I. Or maybe the other time that this happened. Wow, I sure can't wait for camp. Oh wait, I can't face you. Better sabotage my car. But at the end of the day, does the one thing that unite us truly make us juggalos? Or is it just a really, really good beverage? Wow. Unbelievable. You know? It's it's just it's it's indescribably beautiful. Um so yeah, with with all that, the pre- pretty pretty short prelude, but uh, we can we can roll right into uh, Church of Zool. It's probably gonna be a pretty short episode, you know. It's a short album, and uh, yeah, we'll dive right in. Uh, track one, we get uh, Welcome, which is a little intro thing of them uh, walking through the woods searching for. Uh, well, it's not them per se, but it is three dudes played by them. Uh, and, uh, yeah, walking through the woods looking for, uh, this mysterious thing where, uh, people supposedly died, which is always a great idea, you know, if people tend to turn up dead, uh, at this place, you should go there. That's real, that's, that's what you do. And 
Also, uh, in, in this intro especially, I believe it's Lee Carver, because his voice is like that, um, who sounds like uh, one of the eras of Jay. I don't, I can't name which one, but it's... He he's got that that tone, especially whenever Jay is doing like a kind of one of his whinier voices. Um, it, it just has that sound. But yeah, that that runs us right into in the Church of Zul, uh, which uh, the very first verse of it gives me some vibes from uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. Um, there's a story called One Sunday Morning about a woman who. Uh, goes to church one day. She thinks that she has gotten gotten up late. She usually goes to the, the early service, but uh, she's woken up by the church bells and believes that she is late. And when she gets there, she doesn't recognize anybody except the woman sitting next to her, who she realizes is someone who had died the week before and that everyone at that service was dead except for her. And... She's warned by her her friend to to leave before the benedict right after the benediction, and uh, as she's leaving, all of the dead in the pews are getting up and attacking her, <laughs> and and she makes it out, and yeah, it, it is cool. I, I like that. I like the the vibe of that. Uh, Lee Carver mentions uh, reciting Bible chapters backwards, uh, hanging from the rafters, reciting Bible chapters backwards even. And I hope it's like really like the mundane historical chapters about like country affairs and stuff that he's talking about. <laughs> uh, honestly, reciting Bible chapters backwards, if it like knowing uh, as much as I do about the Bible it's it's just it just doesn't come off that spooky you know backwards stuff is always kind of given that kind of credence but i don't know man i don't know the end of uh every single always sunny episode has a, a backwards thing except for one season where it was uh trumpet playing but anyway <laughs> That's the thing. Backward stuff, people are always all on that backward shit, and it's just... I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, that's gonna, gonna bring us to We Are One. I... Damn. Billy Obey, I believe, is the one who, who says, uh, live with a capital E, which is great, you know, because it's evil backwards, and when you put the capital there, it kind of emphasizes that it's meant to be read the other way, which is just sick um and the hook on this is is really cool the line why you're here is no mystery um actually made a connection in my brain to something so i back in 2014 it was actually i, I was a a kickstarter supporter of the game undertale and i was super hyped for it and when it came out i immediately blew through it it was incredible i loved it um but one of the things about it is that, so at the beginning, you're playing as this kid who fell down a hole in a mountain. And it's not an uncommon occurrence, but the thing that is that, that mountain is notable for is that a lot of people who tend to uh, meet such a fate uh, do it themselves. Um, and it's it's kind of... 
interpreted in that way. Um, it's noted that like the first child who had fallen down there uh, climbed up that mountain ex- for that reason to to kill themselves, and it's never really said about your character why they do that. It's kind of like questioned, but there's never a uh, a straight answer that's given. Uh, but you know, with the the history of it, it's kind of implied. Uh, so that that line, "Why you're here is no mystery," is is just very interesting. As like, you know, you're you're here listening to this and and joining in this fellowship with this music for a reason. You were drawn to it for a specific reason, and we know what it is. <laughs> you know, because they they as they emphasize it is it is for the the outcasts and all that the the downtrodden so i I just think that's a a a really cool thing um aside from that the uh the first lines of every verse uh have that that continuity going through them which i always fucking love you get lee carver who says the thought of murder is alluring to me then you get joey black doing uh, the thought of living is appalling to me and Billy Obey, sometimes the thought of dying is attractive to me. I think that's really cool. Uh, I love the way they did that. I love that they specifically picked a... Uh, mm, yeah, that's a, that's an adjective starting with an A. I had to analyze that for a second. I was like, uh, which word is that referring to? And it's referring to the thought, which is a noun in this case. How about that? That's a little English lesson for you, some grammar. Um but no, I, I like that. I love the way that it, that they do that. That's awesome. Um, Joey Black, as usual, he's uh, the man is is in a a constant struggle with uh, with his history of of Catholicism, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, that's actually a thing. In uh, so. Because I've talked about it so much, and I, like I've said, Joey Black, read Camp Damascus. I think you'll like it. Um, one of the things that that book talks about here and there with a person who uh, kind of uh, discovers that their their faith is kind of doing some bad shit. Like, you know, the church in general is doing some bad shit, and they're kind of disillusioned, uh, and they're trying to find, like... They're finding that they never had a proper balance in their life with that. You know, they they were super faithful and all that stuff going into this. And then uh, whenever that was broken by the events that happened to them, uh, they, they find themselves swinging all the way back to the to the opposite end of that. And uh, it's just cool. And, uh, yeah, you know, people do what they do. People... People work out their uh, their stuff in their own fashion. You know, you find your balance wherever you happen to balance. Sometimes that you, you balance yourself better on that other side. You got a good counterweight to you or something. The metaphor is running away from me, but, uh, you know, that's, that's where we're at. <laughs> oh, also, oh man, that, that hook, in addition to just, just being good, uh, spelling out believe... The rhythm on that is really good. I, I love that, especially the last one. It's it's just it's just good. They got a it's got a good feel to it. 
So moving on, we're going to go to Prie. Uh, this one, they didn't add an extra E in there, which is something. Um, but uh, well, they did add an extra E, but it was because they're spelling the word prey in both ways. Prey as in the, the opposite of predator and prey as in the thing you do. Um, so it's, it's, it's different from like pre-etch and all of those other ones. But uh, this one, uh, just the automatic connection that I make in my mind is to the Judas Priest song, Let Us Pray, spelled P-R-E-Y, classic. Um, has nothing really to do with it, but it's there. Uh, I, they, they may have taken some inspiration from that. I think, they, I think they're down with Judas Priest. Everyone should be down with Judas Priest. They're great. Uh, Lee, talking about praying with other people's dismembered hands. Good times. I like the, the kind of theming of that, of like, well, if, if, uh, if my prayers don't work normally, maybe it's the hands. That's, that's fun. Uh, Joey taking on the, the part of a, uh, like a mad priest who is uh, murdering whoever he sees as a non-believer. He sees them everywhere. Uh, or whoever the, quote-unquote, the angels or God tell him to. You know, good times. And then you get uh, uh, Billy Obey, who's kind of... I'm not sure. I, I'm kind of reading it like a like an angel of death sort of thing. Like he sees himself as... Uh, well, he says straight up, purge the filth and cleanse the earth. Like he's got that kind of vibe to him, you know? Doing an, doing an angel of death thing, showing up and uh, just just taking people out for... Uh, for, for the glory of God and all that, you know? I don't know, but uh, <laughs> this this one's really cool. I like the I like the way that they 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 are doing a little bit of that that classic uh, Al Zulu storytelling here, and that's that's cool. Uh, it's it, it's fun. I like it, and the hook is sick. It is really sick. Um, I, I'm here for that. That's that's the good stuff. Uh, I don't know. It's just constructed very well. I love the the just the yell of prey, and you know the way that it kind of contrasts the the lines in between it. You know, a single word yelled with a little bit of a hold on it, and then you know the short phrases in between there. That's cool. That's I'm, I'm here for that. Uh, it's just got a good little little push pull to it. Feels good. It's excellent. Great song. Uh, moving on. To the Tome of the Black Tongue. This track uh, actually kind of reminded me of a game that I just played recently. It's a, an old game from 94, 93, 94, called Veil of Darkness. Um, it's, uh, it's an old DOS game, little adventure thing. You, uh, you crash your plane, like your, your plane crashes, it just goes fucking wild on you because of a dude and like a evil vampire guy. Um, so your plane crashes and people find you and take you back and get nurse you back to health and all that stuff. Uh, and this whole town is in the clutches of an evil vampire guy and, uh, nobody can leave. And it's kind of eternal night, I believe. And at one point you find a book in a cave that, uh, is like chained to its pedestal and all that. And it is, 
it says that it's the reason why the, the it was like the corrupting force on the vampire guy, which is odd. Um, <laughs> and also demands that you let it go to give you the power to beat the dude. Uh, and it works, as it turns out. Spoilers for Veil of Darkness, 1994. Uh, but y you win if you uh, if you do things right. Uh, <laughs> the book possesses you technically whenever you talk to it, but you have you can you can take care of it with a little spell or whatever. So it's not. I, I don't I don't know. It was a very strange thing. Uh, it is it is one of the many things you have to do to take down Vampire Guy. But that's. All besides the point, I, I'm just I just want to talk about Veil of Darkness a little bit, you know. Just want to talk about Veil of Darkness. It's got it's also about an, it's got an evil book in it, just like this does. Um, they're talking about a, an evil book that imparts great powers, but ultimately uses the Finder as an avatar to meet its own ends. You know, uh, Joe Black talks about uh, how how it has how it promises knowledge and power, and you know you can do basically anything. But, uh, you know, ultimately, it's uh, it's will be done, I suppose. Uh, you can't can't fight that. Uh, and likewise, you get it, it kind of gives me vibes of uh, a class, some classic D&D stuff. Uh, Vecna, uh, one of the evil gods who just kind of leaves various body parts lying around on across the land for people to find and they can replace their parts with them and they will you know do great things for them but also they have their own kind of will that they're going for and if you don't uh, uh you know appease them by completing whatever tasks they wish to do They'll turn on you. And ultimately, at the end of the day, Taxman comes to collect his hand or eye or whatever, and you, you lose anyway. But, uh, yeah, this this one was cool. Uh, another another very interesting, just, it's just an interesting concept for a thing. This is actually giving me, you know... <laughs> Let me let me connect this to uh, another more related thing to the show overall. Um, this has actually given me vibes of like when uh, we listened to the Opaque Brotherhood, and I was like, they're they're coming up with ideas in this, you know. And not that all Zulu hasn't come up with ideas before, but this one, I feel like they have more uh, like specific, unique concepts that I'm enjoying here. Um, and this song in particular is just a major one. Um, I'm just finding, finding a lot of cool stuff that I can, I can connect with. And I, I like that. Um, yeah, this, this track is awesome. It, it's, it's really cool. I love the, the concept of it and, uh, just, just the way they do it. It's got a lot of verses to it. Um, like they're kind of doing you know, two verses at a time in between all of the hooks and all that stuff, which is, is pretty, it's a pretty cool split. Um, and I, I, I just like it. I like it a lot. Um, feels good. Feels good. That's going to bring us on to the penultimate track, The Goddamned, which in uh, my music uh, thing, 
came up as the Goo Damned. And I'm not sure why it may have been. I can't remember if this uh, album was one that uh, had the music, like the titles already, you know, on it whenever I, I, I threw it in or if I had to do it and I may have mistyped it or and left it because it was funny or because I didn't notice because, you know, O and D, they, they got similar stuff going on. Honestly, the back of the album, I went to check just to see if it was like misspelled there, and I did it as a as a goof to to keep it. But uh, no, I th I think it's spelled right. It's hard to tell because the O and the capital O and D in that font does look very close. But no, I'm pretty sure it's correct. But um, oh, you know what? I I did notice. Here here's the thing. So uh, there were there were some contributors to this on on Genius. Uh, you get, uh, you get some, some mushy mustard. Actually, did mushy mustard? Yeah, mushy mustard did a little classic mushy mustard. But we also get some twisted history, our good homie, Robbie. Uh, neither of which noticed that on this little bridge section where it's like a guy talking, uh, they have the, the, the sentence, typed here in genius there's such a reason you don't have to do this no and not listen to reason you don't have to do this the fuck is wrong with you guys jesus christ and i'm not gonna fix it uh yeah <laughs> uh this one it's, it's kind of just an edgy blasphemy track thing you know they're just saying saying stuff that's you know, blasphemous and, uh, and just being a little over the top and all that stuff. And it's fine. You know, it's not one that I'm like, I don't have a lot to say about it because it is just that. Um, but it's not like bad or anything like that. I, I do like the, the one annotated line on genius. Uh, now a human sacrifice part of the rider. That's good. I, I love that, that, you know, the idea that, part of their their contract for performing is that they have somebody to sacrifice that's good times and i mean they do uh they, they they do that on the in their shows they do have like a they have a lot of stuff going on in their shows to be honest uh but that is one of the things that they do as part of their stage show is like a little sacrifice thing which is awesome um and uh joey b as usual, the guy that I just need to talk about a lot because he's just the guy, he's just that dude, you know? Uh, he's on some Notice Me Senpai shit on his verse. <laughs> like, he's talking about all of these, all of, all of the blasphemous things that he did and, you know, hoping that it would draw the attention, presumably. Uh, well, may maybe the devil in this case. It it's hard to see. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it seems like it could go, go either way. <laughs> that, because, you know, on, on one hand, like he says, just another Satan created by God's hands. In other words, because he, well, A, you know, created by God in the first place. But also, uh, kind of seems like because, you know, prayers were not answered and such, or because... He wasn't able to uh, find favor. He was, you know, he, he became who he is now. Uh, 
So I don't know if that line where he says, hung myself with a rosary and I hope that he would notice me is referring to God or the devil. <laughs> because a couple lines before that, he says, pluck a tongue off the pile, offer it to Belial. Who knows? You know, you know what I'm saying? It could be either one. I, I'm choosing to believe that he's trying to get God to notice him by doing in increasingly uh, over-the-top blasphemous stuff in like a like a kid's cartoon way of trying to get a, a girl in school to notice you. <laughs> Catholicism did some stuff to him, is what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, no, this, this track was all right. Uh, it wasn't wasn't one of my favorites. Uh, I think the hook with the sample that they used is eh, it's fine. It's there, you know. But then that's gonna bring us to the final track, Zooligans. And a right off the bat, within the first couple lines of Lee Carver's verse, shots fired at Mushy Mustard. I. I don't know what beef they got, but uh, you know maybe someday uh, if mustard makes it to camp, there'll be a uh, they can they can hash things out, see how it goes. Uh, I I love the horns in the in the production on this track. Like in general, the beat is cool as hell. The beats on again again I say it every episode. Holy shit, their beats are good. Um, but I do really love this one in particular. Um, it's just a it's just a fun track about camaraderie, you know. It's it's just about how you got you got the homies. They they do say all I know is that friends they come and go, and then they talk about you know the, the Zooligans, On the other hand, they're they're together forever. Eh, you know, it's a it's it's getting a little bit into that. Uh, that zone that I don't care as much for the kind of like the, 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 the semi culty zone of like elevating that above, you know, the friendship that you have, which I just, I just don't do. That ain't me. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I, I would not, uh, I, I would go to my friends a, a thousand times out of 10 over a random Zooligan at a show. No offense to the Zooligans, but I don't fucking know you guys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, they're, they're saying, you know, you, you got homies and and you got the music, which is there for you, you know, along with the homies that you meet through the music. It's good stuff. Um, I, I like the vibe of it. It's a it's a fun party track. This one's a. I feel like this one's an obvious, just set list inclusion anytime. Good closer. If you, if you got to do that, uh, I feel like closer. I, th I feel like it would be a closer. I think it was a closer. I don't remember the precise set list from camp. I do remember that they did this, though. Um, and then that's it. Or is it? You get a little bit of silence. And then get another beat drop which i appreciate that they put a beat over all of this because it goes for a while and i feel like if it was just phone calls it wouldn't i don't know it would be whatever but nice little beat drop and uh a bunch of phone calls into a hotline also i forgot there's a little ad there beforehand about joining the church of zool uh they have very good uh like 
corporate uh like, like just the corporate music thing like it's contemporary corporation uh music that you'd hear for like an ad or whatever or honestly like a contemporary christian ad or something but uh you know talking about the church of zool and all that stuff and then they drop a number and then you get a bunch of phone messages from people i presume that they put out a hotline number at some point maybe it was in another uh album that i've already listened to and i've forgotten about it but uh yeah it's just people dropping short messages and stuff and they range from you know people doing doing goofy little bits to just like a simple shout out to people who probably thought the game hatred was really profound um yeah you know some of them are fun some of them are just just there you know it's cool it's it's nice to it's it's honestly one of those things where like i i was listening to it and i was like okay so all zulu they obviously are you know building up a pretty big fan base but they are still not like a big thing um but at the same time, whenever you listen to this many calls and stuff, it gives you the impression that they're like just fucking huge, right? Um, you know, you'd imagine if you were to go to camp that it would just be packed with just like thousands of people. <laughs> but you know, it's a it's it's still a pretty small event and all that stuff. But uh, it, it's just an interesting perspective thing. Uh, there's one guy who uh, says that he is calling from a penitentiary because he, he took one of their lines seriously and uh, tried to blame the music when he went back and uh, shot up his old job and it did not work. Um, and then you also have early on someone drops a, a motherfucker, right? Just a, a full earnest motherfucker. Later on, there's a couple other motherfuckers in here, but there's one way near the end who really cocks back for it and sounds like he's going to do it and then just bails on it and gets like, you know, just a straight up motherfucker or something. It, it, it was interesting. It sounded like somebody who was just like internally fighting, like as they were in the middle of saying it, they were loading it up and then they were like, shit, this isn't icp i can't do that no i have to do something else <laughs> and it was pretty amusing to me um so yeah that's uh that's church azul baby uh i don't know that's that's that, that's all there is to it i really like this one um it's a it's a good quick listen i would even put the like i, I was saying before how head of horns is a good uh intro for people Fuck it. This this is a good intro too. I like this. This won't be good. This 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 is a pretty good introduction. If you want to get somebody into it, you don't know what to make them listen to. Make them listen to this one because it's a nice short thing you can get right into. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I enjoyed this a lot. I liked a lot of the concepts they were going with in these songs. I know I didn't talk about like individual lyrics as much on this. Um. I just didn't honestly have as much that I was like picking out in terms of specific lines so much as I was picking out 
just the ideas overall that they were going for. And I liked that. I, I liked the the overall vibes that they had on this a lot. Um, yeah, it, this, this one's really good. I would, uh, like I said, I would put this up there with uh, with Head of Horns as a good introduction to to the group. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I think I think Lee Carver is uh, is slotting in there pretty nicely. Um, he he's getting a little bit more more substantial as time goes on here and there, you know. Uh, which I appreciate because there was kind of a uh, kind of an imbalance where it was. It's like, like I said originally, with just uh, Joey and Billy. You get Joey with his uh, very heavy substance laced uh, verses, and Billy Obey dropping the vibes for his stuff. Um, and Lee Carver, he wasn't really splitting the difference per se. He was definitely more on the Billy Obey side, and it was kind of just like unbalancing it, and you know, having having things to to talk about in that way is hard for for verses whenever it's like you know two verses are just kind of giving you vibes and the other one is possibly about something like possibly like a, a direct kind of storytelling thing you know or just like a you know what i mean you know what i mean i think i think you guys get it uh but no i i, I did really enjoy this uh and I would like to know what you think about this, you know? Tell me what your favorite tracks are. What track would you drop from this? I'm not telling you which ones I would because I didn't prep that. Because you know you know by now how this works. Unless you skipped to this one because Church of Zool is your favorite AXE album. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> it's a good one, but I don't, I don't know. It's, it's just interesting to me. Um... So yeah, uh, tell me what you think. Tell me, uh, is anybody listening right now? Are you one of the people who called at the end of Zooligans? Did did you provide your voice to that track? Um, uh, I'm I'm interested to see if uh, if if you're listening. You know, say say howdy and all that stuff. Uh, other than that, I don't have much more to say. No, I don't. That's all. Uh, you know where to find us, uh, Juggalo Judgment, on all of the things. Judgment at gmail.com if you want to send an email. Juggalo Judgment on Facebook. Juggalo Judgment on, on Twitter. At Juggalo Judgment on Instagram. Uh, and, of course... The UPC Discord. You gotta hit the hit up the UPC Discord if if you really wanna like contact us and stuff. I don't open my fucking Twitter app anymore, like except on very rare occasions, like mostly just to post an episode or something. Um, and uh, but yeah, I, I do keep up with like seeing how the Instagram posts are doing and all that stuff even though i make mike post them because i just don't interface with instagram very much um yeah you know just uh hit us up talk to us about the stuff have, have a little chat you know i'll talk about things sometimes and if you if you hit us up on the discord you could talk to so many people 
who have these interests. The fucking Discord is loaded with LLE people now. You know, there's just a lot of people into this whole whole Lily thing. And uh, if you're into that, maybe that's a, that's a place for you to drop in. Or if you're more into, you know, the the more typical Juggalo stuff, uh, drop in there and try and swing the balance back uh, so Eric will return to us because I miss him. And, and you know, he's just not an LLE guy. What are you going to do, you know? So, uh, yeah, with all of that, I, I think, uh, I think we've, we've completed the, the episode to, uh, to, to my satisfaction, you know? So I hope y'all have a, a great, great day or whatever time it is for you and a wonderful, spooky, happy Halloween. <laughs>